Story number one, Another Backbonder, written by I See What's New RP. Silverscale was annoyed. What the hell was the captain thinking? He was a crudals, a speaking existence with their word of shadow marshes. They were the apex ambush predators, sometimes sitting still for days before unleashing a maelstrom of violence upon their unsuspecting prey. He was far more suited standing guard day after day than patrol, especially with the newbie, and in the chaos of the Ferrarian intergalactic travelling zoo, and life was going to be rough for the next few cycles. The newbie, of course, it couldn't be just any normal intergalactic species. He was anchored with a human, after all. He had seen hollowbids of them, scrawny and covered with hair. They looked like the scurvis that had learned to walk upright and lost its tail. Maybe he could toss the creature in one of the cages and uh, forget about it. That thought at least brought a smile to his face, until he heard it. Hey there, you silver scale. Wow, you're a massive dude. Suppressing a shudder, Silverscale turned and looked over at his partner, barely the height of Silverscale's hip. He was just as scrawny as the Hollywoods proclaimed. How a species had evolved such a vibrant shade of hair with a skin so pale. Silverscale thought the plants of the human homeworld were green, weren't they? Sun and Tiber, nothing wrong with that. Name's Michael, pleasure to meet you. Captain said that we're on patrol, but didn't really say anything else. Care to fill me in while we walk? My offler, oh, I wanted to walk and talk. Mm, yeah, I'm Silverscale. We got an intergalactic zoo coming through, so it's going to be hectic. Hope you can keep up. Zoo? Zoo? Sweet. Silverscale shook his head as the new partner nearly vibrated in excitement. I failed to see how it taste relates, but it was going to be difficult. The zoo brings chaos, and citizens will try to break as many laws as they can. Drugs, smuggling, theft, all at least 300% rise when the zoo comes through, so keep both eyes on the water line, mare. Above the, oh yeah, I get ya. The human nodded and immediately started talking around. Any hints as to what you normally keep an eye out for? Silverscale was taken aback for a second. How swiftly could these humans change? It was like seeing one of the ancient bulls change direction mid-lunge. One second he was carefree, but now he could see that there's tight tension in the human's muscles, slight twitches in his ear, and the constantly swiveling head let him know that there were senses were in play. Um, well, the basic does fairly good job for the easy stuff. Look for citizens in low-traffic areas that seem nervous. Anyone who suddenly changes direction after making eye contact... How good is your sense of smell and taste? Silverscale added at last after an afterthought. There were several feline races that tended to taste the air rather than smell it, and the human had enough hair that it might be feline. Me would need to see the teeth to be sure. Oh, we pale in comparison to some species. With particularly pungent chemicals, I think we can detect a few hundred parts per billion. But things in parts per million range... Taste either has to be physically touching our tongues or be incredibly concentrated. Silver, Scale nodded, surprised yet again at the professionalism of the new partner, displaying no bravado, just facts. I see. Seems that I have a better nose, but not all that much. 
Silverscale was going to say more, but then a crash of screams came up from up ahead, and he was training took over. Station police, clear a path, he bellowed, voice deep enough to make the water dance where it was a hum. You heard him, out of the way. Silverscale's lunge had left his partner behind, but it didn't take long for the human to catch up. In fact, he was using Silverscale to break through the crowds, and following close enough behind him in his progress wasn't impeded by far enough to get entangled. That's all he had time for, as they broke through the crowd to the sight of Silverscale, would never wish upon and worst enemy. In the middle of the clearing was an injured young Dronthar, one of the apex predators of a world covered in plains. They could outrun anything on the station. Short, snouted canines, their bite could leave a mark in some of the civilian plate armor. Someone who had tried to smuggle it, and someone managed to break its leg in an attempting to escape. In a series of unfortunate events, the zoo had a pack of Dronthars in a cage a few hundred units away. They had gone wild, and their unexpected lunge against the cage had managed to topple it over and free them. One now had a smuggler by the back of its neck, while the rest of the pack surrounded the injured cub. Hey there! Easy there! Silverscale sucked in his breath as the human slowly walked forwards, hands extended upturned. The Dronthar snarled and swiped at Michael, but he simply stopped where he was and waited. Michael, get back here! Silverscale hissed, suddenly worried for his partner, his own pistol unholstered, but it wouldn't do much for a single Dronthor, let alone a pack of them. Relax, Silverscale, I got this, he said, slowly moving forward again. The Dronthor snarled, but didn't attack again. Michael merely slowed for a bit before stopping when he was halfway. Yeah, I bet you guys haven't had a treat in a while he said, pulling out what looked like a strip of dried meat out of one of his pockets. He bit off a bit and then held it out to the closest Dronthar. Come on, it's good, give it a go. He spoke softly, moving ever closer, interested in the Dronthar leaned forward and sniffed it, before quickly snatching it out of the human's hand. Ha, pretty good, isn't it? Me Ma's beef jerky recipe. Never met anyone who didn't like it. He chuckled, putting out yet another strip and offering it. I shook my head. Dumbfounded. How in the frigid howls had a human managed to pack bond an alpha Dronthar in a matter of minutes? Once the Dronthar had the second piece of meat, it actually allowed the human to scratch its jaw. Who's a good doggy? Yeah, you are, and you know it, don't you? The human was spouting gibberish, but for some reason it was working. He went through and started handing out strips of jerky to the other Dronthars, except for the one pinned to the ground. Hey there, buddy, he said to the suspect. You seem to be in quite a predicament. How? I'll be doing my best to keep you safe, but you have to absolutely do everything I say. Got it? I look closer and I recognize the smuggler of the masculine. Biggest sentient rodents. There wasn't a law that they wouldn't break. Yeah, yeah, just don't let it eat me, he whined, getting a growl from the Dronthar that immediately calmed when Michael started touching it. Now, first I'm going to have you to restrain you, starting with your feet, Michael said, using slip of tie to secure his legs first, then his hands behind his back. Smart. What's old? Oh, oh my. I looked at my right to see the zoo's vet standing there. A Valerian. Thank Offler. They came from the same planet as the Dronthar, and had spent centuries pack-bonding with them. 
The Dronthar would hunt and bring back food, and the Frelarians would build shelters and watch the young. My partner seems to be on it. The cub has a broken leg, suspected secured by Michael, and the Dronthar's drooling on its neck. Indeed, I suspect the Dronthar is rather angry at the moment. Come along, sir. As long as they're with me, the Dronthars will be mostly peaceful. He led the way, and I reluctantly followed. The next hour or so passed in a blur of fear for me. I took over, guarding the suspect while Michael and the Falarian treated the club. All the while, the Dronthar would wind about the small group, growling at the suspect. They would sniff at me and stay clear, but occasionally sit down next to the human and the Falarian and just watch. And that's that, the Falarian said, standing there cracking his back. The cub was now safely in a cage with the rest of the Dronthars, a splint holding his leg stable. So tell me, how did you manage to pack bond so quickly? Oh, me ma used to raise Irish wolfhounds. One thing us kids learned fast was always to have a treat or two on you. Feed them a bit, and those dogs would take the wool to protect you. Figured that those cuties would probably be the same. Michael explained, holding out a bit of jerky to the vet. Dehydrated meat? He asked in surprise, taking the offering and then expecting it before biting into it. Hmm, quite good. I can see why it worked. We went the other way to pack bond. We would guard the Dontho cubs when they hunted, and they had brought back the food. Between that and the shelters against the windstorms that we could build. Well, they eventually recognized it as a good partnership. Sorry to interrupt, I said, placing a hand on the vet, the other held in the criminal. Would you mind testifying about the injuries to the club? As a professional, your word is better than mine or my partner's, and we have to get this one for animal cruelty as well. Why, it would be my pleasure, the Florian said, and glaring at the musculan. I had a lot to think about, heading back to the headquarters with our prisoner in tow. The entire time back, Michael and the Florian traded stories of growing up with their animals, showing each other Hollywoods. Maybe there was something to this pack-bonding thing after all. End of story.